The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Kim Strother. With all 140 General Assembly seats on the ballot in November, many Virginia voters find themselves in a new House or Senate district, all thanks to redistricting. But what is that? VPM News' Megan Moore reports. In 2020, 65% of voting Virginians passed a constitutional amendment on the ballot. The topic? Establishing a bipartisan commission to redraw election maps in the Commonwealth. The amendment replaced map-making done by the General Assembly and the governor, and it added a fail-safe. If the commission couldn't finalize new, equitable districts, the state Supreme Court would step in. The 16-person commission, which has both state lawmakers and Virginia citizens, was supposed to have new maps done by 2021. But that got pushed back, first due to COVID-19, and then because the Virginia Supreme Court had to appoint people to redraw them. As J. Miles Coleman with the University of Virginia's Center for Politics puts it, taking redistricting out of politicians' hands is still a novel idea. Redistricting is like any other bill. It's introduced, it's signed, it's passed by the legislature and signed off by the governor. Coleman says these new maps might be easier to understand when compared to previous ones. As someone who's always looking at these maps, who has to analyze elections and maps myself, I like them in the sense that the lines are much cleaner. The maps were drawn with the U.S. Census in mind, which accounts for population changes over the last decade. Megan Moore, VPM News. Virginia's Supreme Court has reinstated a statewide ban on electronic skill games. According to the Associated Press, the General Assembly originally passed a bill outlawing slot-like machines in 2020, the kind found in gas stations and bars. But then-Governor Ralph Northam delayed the ban to raise money for COVID-19 funds. When the ban took effect in 2021, a lawsuit and then a lower court ruling put the games' fate into limbo. The case goes to trial in December. Richmond City Council took a step towards restoring Azalea Pond in Joseph Bryan Park last week. The pond, which is adjacent to the weekly RVA Big Market, is low on water and filled with slimy green plants. Council approved Dominion Energy's bid to install underground wires to power the fountain. Deborah Morton, the deputy director of parks for the city, said it would cost almost $25,000 of capital improvement funds. And the Friends of Bryan Park are putting up the remaining monies for the dredging, draining, and the repair of the Azalea Pond to the tune of $100,000. No completion date has been identified for the project, but Friends of Bryan Park hopes to wrap it up in spring 2024. As a disclaimer, Dominion Energy is a VPM donor. Hanover County's Board of Supervisors recently appointed a new representative for the Chickahominy District. Brent Helmick was one of 12 people seeking to serve in place of outgoing supervisor Angela Kelly Wiesek. She resigned earlier this month to accept a role with the state's new Department of Workforce Development and Advancement. Helmick, a veteran and father of three, will serve out the remainder of Kelly Wiesek's term, which runs through December 31st. Voters will decide who will represent the district for a full four-year term on November 7th. A proposed north-south rapid transit route was approved late last week, according to the Greater Richmond Transit Company. 
GRTC's board of directors approved extending the line, known as the Pulse, to run along Chamberlain Avenue from Azalea Avenue through the downtown transfer station. From there, the line heads south over the Manchester Bridge, ending near Chesterfield Town Center. The route approval allows GRTC to begin traffic planning, environmental impact studies, and a deeper dive into route design. Trial dates are set for the sheriff's deputies charged in Ivo Otieno's death. The four Henrico County deputies will be tried separately between June and September 2024, according to the Richmond Times-Dispatch. A central state hospital employee is expected to have their trial date set this week. The 28-year-old Otieno died in March while being pinned to the ground by sheriff's deputies as he was being admitted to central state. His death was ruled a homicide by the medical examiner. A border crossing between Gaza and Egypt remains closed as the U.S. tries to negotiate the safe passage of foreign nationals out of Gaza. Senator Mark Warner said his office still doesn't know the number of Virginians in Gaza, but has assisted in the departure of about a dozen Virginians from Israel. Many of them tourists, some of them on church groups. We'd help some people get out through actually flights out of Amman, Jordan. Um, as some of the American carriers shut down their flights in Tel Aviv. The Egyptian government says it would allow foreign nationals to cross the border if humanitarian aid was allowed into Gaza. Warner called that demand from a U.S. ally, quote, untenable. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.